0: Blog. How's it going? I'm your host, Alex Espinosa, with the Ricky Henderson YouTube. Make sure to follow us on Twitter and Instagram and YouTube at Ricky Blog. Uh, I've been slacking on the blog. I, I really got a blog, but yeah, check out the website at rickyblog.com. Um, yeah, they snapped a 10 game Coliseum losing streak this weekend. Uh, yesterday, they won 4 to 3 in the 10th inning on a walk off error when Sheldon Noisy hit a chopper that Diego Castillo couldn't handle. And then today, Sunday, the A's won 5-3 to three to take the series. So how about that? The A's are playing some ball. Yeah, that nine-game losing streak was rough. But other than that, they've been playing pretty solid the past seven weeks, honestly. Like around five, like, well, for the A's. It's like they've been playing like 500 ball uh, pretty much besides that nine-game nine losing streak. So pretty solid. But, uh, yeah, today's win, 5-3, to three, was really all about the young guys. It was about J.P. Sears. He tossed five solid innings once again, and of course, Shay Langilleers had his first three-hit day in his fifth career game with the A's. He's had a solid first week, been banging the ball all over the place. Today, he had an RBI triple in the fifth to make it five to three. He fell a home run short of the cycle, so he also had a single and a double. And I don't know, maybe It's only five games, so you know you got to be you got to be patient about. <laughs> you have to be realistic with your expectations, but I mean, he's the A's top prospect for a reason that he just looks like, looks like a big leaguer. Like he's going to be here for for 10 plus years. He, he looks great, man. Uh, the ball just absolutely explodes off his bat. Um, he has got a great cannon. Um, definitely a great catcher, but of course they already have a catcher in Sean Murphy. So it's funny. It's like literally the only position where they have some depths. I talked about this on the last podcast. Um, might be a little too early to be talking about it, but I think, honestly, we got to start bracing for the possibility of Sean Murphy getting traded and be entering his first year of arbitration. I think the A's are kind of gunning for that 2024 season. And by then, that'll be Murph's third year of arbitration, which he'll probably be gone by then anyways, just given the A's spending habits. And, yeah, and, you know, uh, <laughs> yeah, I don't know. Langler, he's 6-for-19. I, I like it. and Or maybe... Maybe something completely out of left field. I was just thinking about this. Maybe if, if they do want to bring – they do bring back Murph next year, and obviously they're going to have Langoliers next year. Um, maybe what if they try out Langoliers at first base? I don't know. Maybe in this offseason he can get some work over there. Not Obviously he'd primarily be a catcher, but maybe he can catch like, you know, play like 20, 30 games over at first base next year. Um they sure as hell don't have a first baseman. <laughs> I think I heard something. They, they played like 11 first basemen this year, and Chapman's over there. I mean, Olsen's over there leaving, leaving the league and plate appearances. But, um, but I mean, wouldn't it be completely foreign to Langoliers. I mean, he's pretty much been a catcher his whole pro career and through most of his college. He played a little bit of outfield. He did play eight games at first base in Baylor in 2018. So, I don't know. But there's – it's funny how the aides somehow have a logjam like – I understand they just want to get the best available players and stuff will figure itself out, but it's like, you know, Merce had a great second half. Um, He's hitting, I think, like around 280 since after the break with seven homers, and Langoliers is the real deal. So, I don't know, they have a decision to make at some point, but, you know, they can kind of figure it out the next 40 days, um, figure out how they can get that rhythm going because – I don't know. There's something going, man. I think you want to play Langoliers, have him catch at least, you know, hundred games and just see, you know, as much as possible, get him behind the plate, get him comfortable, um, you know, calling games at the big league level and stuff. So decisions to be made there, a catcher. Um, but also, so besides Langoliers today, uh, J.P. Sears, he had his third solid start since getting acquired from the Yankees in the Frankie Montas trade. And, yeah, I kind of want to break down that trade. We have our first – I mean, it's super early. It's only three weeks in. Uh, You know, the deadline was three weeks ago, but we have our first kind of, like, preliminary data sets to look at, and right now the A's are killing that trade. Uh, JP Sears is destroying. Um, He has a 1.76 ERA, 1.11 whip, and three starts. So, I mean, you know, 15 innings pitched, uh, but three earned runs. He's given up 13 hits and four walks with eight strikeouts. So, pretty solid. I mean, he's not going to overpower you be a big strikeout guy, but uh, he's a pitcher pitcher. He's only 26 years old. And today he went five innings pitched, six hits, one earned run. He gave a solo shot to Mitch Handiger with a walk and three strikeouts. Uh, but yeah, he's gone at least five in all three. So yeah, like I said, he's given up three combined earned runs in 15 innings, while Frankie Montas has given up 14 earned runs in 14 innings. So that's, if you can do the math, it's a nine ERA. It's not great for him uh, so far in the Bronx. And yeah, he's given up. Uh, he's got six six walks and eight strikeouts. So I mean, it's just not not great. Or it might even be eight walks and six strikeouts for Frankie. Just not not great numbers for him. But you know, JP Sears um, at this point he's he's kind of he's carving out that 2023, uh, 2023 rotation spot. Um, you know, Irvin's a lock. I think Caprillian's a lock. I still think Paul Blackburn's a lock. I know people are hating on him since he's, he's got hurt and he, he totally fell off, but I think. You still got to put him in there just for the start that he had last year. Um, see if he can recapture that, keep it going. But I don't know. I'm thinking JP's here is kind of inside track for the fourth starter. And who knows? Maybe Ken Waldachek, um will get the call up at some point this year. Um, so, yeah, I want to talk about that Montas trade some more. I mean, Ken Waldachuk he's a left hander. He's supposed to be the crown jewel of that uh, Frankie Montas trade because he's ranked as the number three Southpaw. In all of baseball, and I don't know if he could hold, if he could live up to those, like just be solid, like you know, number number three, number two, big league starter. um, And Sears can keep doing what he's doing. That's a great trade for the A's, um, even if Frankie goes back to being good Frankie. Um, And also, got a. If you look at Lou Trevino's numbers, he's uh, doing really, really well. If you look at the very surface of his numbers with the Yankees. He's appeared in 11 games, got nine innings. He's given up just one one run run in nine innings, so obviously one ERA. But um, but he's mostly been used in like when the team is losing or in losing situations. Um, but he did have a, a bad outing uh, nine days ago on August 12th. He gave up a couple of hits in the 10th inning of the loss to the Red Sox. Um, so that was probably pretty typical uh, that – Trevino that the A's remember but otherwise he's been really solid for the Yankees honestly so uh, good on Lou um, doing well over there in the Bronx not so much with Frankie but um, but yeah for Waldichuk, I mean he's supposed to be the real deal um, you know like strikeout, strikeout machine um, he's got a fastball in the mid 90s anywhere from like 94 to 96 I've seen and He's made three starts so far with AAA Las Vegas. He's got a 3.95 ERA and 13.2 innings. And he's got a 12 to 2 strikeout to walk ratio, which I think is the most uh, impressive thing. And I think it's just a matter of time before he gets up here. Because, uh, you know, right now it's like the A's are rotating through Aller, uh, Adam Aller, Adrian Martinez, Zach Logue, and Sears trying to figure out, um, you know, who who's going to be there next year. And uh, I think. Sears is kind of taking the, the lead spot in that competition, but, you know, Waldachek supposed to be the most talented out of all of them. So um, hopefully we get to see him this year. I mean, at this point, it's pretty much spring training. I don't know what they're waiting for. <laughs> I don't know. I feel like we've seen enough of Adam Mahler. I don't know. He, he's supposed to start tomorrow and on, on Monday, but at this point, I just want to see Waldachek. I want to see the new guys. So um, then, yeah, I also just checked in on the other two guys that got in that deal um, from the Yankees. Luis Medina, he's been getting shelled so far, double A. He's a guy who throws over 100, supposedly 101, 103. But the book on him is that he he just walks too many people. And that's kind of what's been going on in double A Midland. He's got 11, 11 walks and eight strikeouts so far. And he's given, uh, yeah, 14 or 14 earned runs and nine innings pitch. So not great. Um, and the infielder, Cooper Bowman is struggling with high A and with Stockton Ports. He's hitting just 169 in 17 games so far in the A's organization. But, you know, Sears and, and Waldachuk, if they can be rotation guys, you know, just flipping Frankie into two starters, um, and then Waldachuk maybe has a higher ceiling, um, could be looking back on that trade as a pretty good one for the A's. So we shall see. Um, So, again, J.P. Sears had another good start today on Sunday. And what else happened today? Oh, yeah, Cal Stevenson had his first career RBI with a sack fly. Nick Allen also had an RBI. Stephen Vogt had an RBI. But uh, Nick Allen also had his eighth error in 44 games. Uh, In the seventh inning, he just um, sailed to throw in a double play attempt. Um, And it kind of helped to jumpstart a little rally for the Mariners, put some pressure on the A's to make it five to three. But the A's, you know, they made it through it. They used seven pitchers on Sunday, which was wild. After Sears, it was Acevedo, A.J. Pug, Zach Jackson, Danny Jimenez, um, um, <laughs> Blanket of Sam Moll, and Austin Pruitt. And, yeah, Pruitt came in in the ninth in a kind of a hairy situation. Uh, there was a runner-on with one out. Julio Rodriguez was up. It was uh, five to three, but he got – uh, J-Rod to fly out to Cal Stevenson, who plays a great center field, got a good eye. Classic classic A's player, uh, Cal Stevenson. I think he's going to carve out a role as we go along here. Um, but yeah, and then the A's won. So Pruitt got his first save with the A's. I think it was a fifth of his career. Uh, another funny thing that happened is Mark Conce got ejected after a call went his way. <laughs> um, yeah, it was like in the sixth or seventh inning. Uh, Mariners, Ty France did a check swing. And Doug Eddings was behind the plate. He should have just called it. It was pretty obvious. He should have just called it right there, um, called it a strike. But instead, he went to the first base umpire for a review, and Kate was not happy about it. <laughs> he, he got pissed, and he eventually got ejected. And it was funny. And then Ty France hated him afterwards because, like, a couple of pitches later, Doug Eddings called, like, a ball that was way – like, a like six inches outside. and So, Ty France was pissed. So, both sides hated Doug Eddings by the end of that at-bat. Um, he had a couple of questionable check swing calls. I don't know. It was just a weirdly umpired uh, game. But the A's won five to three, take the series against the Mariners, and the homestand will continue on Monday at six forty um, with the Miami Marlins coming to make a rare trip to Oakland, and it will be Edward Cabrera, the southpaw, versus Adam Aller, the righty for the A's. And Wednesday should be really cool because Jesus Luzardo will be there. And he will get his first pitch against, uh, first time pitching against the A's since they traded him last year in the Starling Marte deal. So it'll be Luzardo and Irvin on Wednesday in the finale. So yeah, that's it. The A's win five to three. They are now forty-five and seventy-seven. <laughs> uh, but hey, they're they're playing decent ever since then. I feel like uh, Shay's just bringing great energy. Uh, he's living up to the billing. So. All right, I'm your host, Alex Espinoza. Thanks for listening to the Ricky Henderson YouTube, Ricky Henderson Podcast. And make sure to follow us on Twitter and Instagram and YouTube at RickyBlog. All right, we'll be back. we only got about five weeks left in the season, so we'll see what happens. But getting ready for next year, basically. All right.